الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا وما بعد my brothers and sisters we're talking about the methodology of da'wah and how Islam should be presented and we ended with yesterday I mentioned the importance of using <coughs> Quranic terminology and the tilawat of Quran in the presenting of Islam. This is, first of all, this is from the sunnah of Rasulullah When Rasulullah was asked about Islam, he would recite Quran. And many people came to Islam because they heard the Quran. And they said, this is not the kalam or this is not the speech of a human being. Right? Uh, <clears throat> there are many, many, many instances of Sahaba who came to Islam. Uh, Hassan bin Sabit, for example, one of the great poets of the Arabic language. The thing about poetry is that poetry is the, in any, in any language <clears throat> which has poetry, poetry is the work of the artists of the language. It's the work of the experts of the language. Because in poetry, some very deep and complex thoughts are condensed into one line or two lines, right? Something which can be a whole book. If it is written in prose, it may be many paragraphs, maybe a whole book is in a poet, in a poem, in a poetry, it is condensed into one or two lines. Now this takes a lot of intellect. This, this is not easy. It's very tough, very, very difficult. And also, if you take uh, classical Arabic poetry, Urdu poetry, and so on, it also operates according to certain rules. Today, people write anything, and instead of writing it one sentence after another sentence, they write one sentence below another sentence, and they call it poetry. This is not poetry. This is not poetry. This is just prose written in a different way. Right? Poetry has to operate according to rules. I mean, in, in Urdu poetry, for example, the rules of a nazam are different from the rules of a ghazal. They do completely different things. So, to be able to take complex thoughts and to condense them into one or two lines of poetry according to the rules of poetry, this is incredible. Now, why am I saying all this? Because... Hassan bin Sabit who was a great poet, he came to Makkah. Now, Hassan, those days in, in Makkah, these poets had literally uh, rock star status. Right? So, if you have, for example, a, a rock concert, uh, you won't have a rock concert in, a, in your house. Right? For a rock concert, you are looking, for, you're looking at a, a football stadium or something. Right? Huge space. Because you're going to get a few thousand people. And then you, of course, in today's world, you will have, you know, massive mics and powerful speakers and whatnot. Now, in those days, they didn't have all that, but they had the same thing. So, when a poet like Hassan bin Sabit came to Makkah, then it was a given that he would recite poetry. And these people, they knew it in their hearts. There are people who recited hundreds of lines, thousands of lines of poetry, a couple of hours at a time. Absolutely extempore. They were not reading from anything. Right? 
and uh, people would correct hundreds of people would correct i don't think those, there were thousands of people on those days but hundreds of people would correct and then obviously there no mic system so the the, the poetry would be would be would be repeated so this this poet is reciting here maybe 10 15 lines uh, ahead somebody else would recite would repeat and people had the kind of memory where you are listening to this poet reciting one time and the other guy is instantly memorizing it and repeat and repeating it but today it's very difficult for you you can't even remember one one phone number right <laughs> even when i first came here before cell phones i used to remember you i know no you know me you me, with the cell phones, exactly same thing with me when we were growing up school and college we remembered all kinds of things we did numbers in our heads mathematics we did numbers in our head How many people remember the remember the time tables? Two, two plus two, four, two. Eh? Two is to two, four. Two is to three, six. Two is to four, eight. Two is. Uh, you remember the time tables? Do they even teach them nowadays? I don't think they even teach them in school nowadays, right? Gone. They don't. I mean, the point is not to do. It is. It is the brain cells. It is the brain cells which work, and therefore neuron connections get created. Memory is an amazing thing, and in those days, people were. Uh, unlettered nabi sallallahu alaihi himself he could not read and write but he had enormous memory he was one of the greatest speakers of the time he was not illiterate he was he was unlettered i mean there's a dip, big difference between illiterate and unlettered unlettered just means that he could not read and write scripts but he could uh, you know he could extempore recite he could speak and all so people had enormous memories and they had the power to memorize almost instantaneously So this uh, person comes in is a great poet. When he entered Makkah, they said to him, somebody went to him and they said, "Do not listen to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam because that man he has got he 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 talks something is like magic. It it will change you, right? So don't do that. Do you will lose your religion? So Hassan bin Thabit says, "I put cotton in my ears." He literally he put cotton in his ears. Then he came and he saw Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam was uh, was praying near the Kaaba. So he he went close to him. He could not. He, he had cotton in his ear, so he couldn't really hear what Rasulullah was saying. So he thought to himself, he said, "Look." Later on, he mentioned it. He said, "I said to myself, I am a poet. Nobody knows this language better than me, right? What can this man say which will influence me? I will figure out in one second whether it is right or false or or true or what not. Right? I am not an ordinary person. I, I am an expert in the language. What is he going to say which will which will impress me?" So I don't have to worry about it. He pulled out the cotton from his ears, and he heard Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam reciting Quran. When he finished, he went and said, "Ya Rasulullah." He said, "This is not Qawlul Bashar. Where did you get this from?" He said, "This is not. No human being can talk like this." He said, "I am an expert. I know this, right?" This is not from any human being. Where did you get it from? Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, "This is min Allahi Taala." He said, "How do I become? How do I join your religion?" There is a power in the kalam of Allah. Now, what happens in our dawa is because we are operating, or we operate, and I'm, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm saying usually we operate from a position of lack of confidence. so we assume many things one of my friends who are, who is also you know 
does some dawa work and so on. So he said to me, I never use the word Allah. I always say God. I said, why? He said, because, you know, if I say Allah, people will have a bad reaction. So I said, how do you know? He said, what do you mean? I said, you just told me that you never use the word Allah. So how do you know they have a bad reaction? <laughs> Logically, you're telling me something which is illogical. You say you never did it, but you know how, you know what will happen. How do you know? To be able, if you told me I did it once and I had a bad reaction, so I don't, then I can understand that, right? Okay, one day you did it, I might still say, well, look, it was only one time. No, but at least, you say, I never do it. You say, but they will have a bad. I say, what is this? I don't understand this. If you never did, how do you know? I said, just try it. Just try it. Two big reasons. First of all, who do we worship? Allah. Right? We don't worship one God. We don't worship some God. We don't worship God. God is a generic term which means the one who is worshipped. Can be anything. This can be God. This stick, this, this bike thing. He said, this is my God. I worship this God. I make such, such that to this God. Huh? Whatever you identify. What are you, exactly, whatever you identify. I mean, nowadays people do all kinds of stuff, right? We don't. We worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists. Allah is there. So how do you, how, how do you just translate? There is no translation for a personal name. Please understand this first of all. A personal name is a personal name. You cannot take a personal name and translate it. What is my name? What is my name? Yawar, right? Now, Yawar by as the word has a meaning. It's a Farsi word. It means the one who helps. But supposing you say, I went there and, and the one who helped was there. You say, who's there? Oh, you know, the helper guy. Which help? Now, what, what do you think? If I say helper guy, what do you think he's talking about? Maybe somebody who is sweeping the masjid or something, you know? I'm a helper guy. He said, which helper guy? He said, no man, I mean, the, the, the guy who, who gives the khatira. Oh, you mean Sheikh Yawar? Why don't you say Sheikh? His name is Yawar. No, 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 but you know, I'm talking about the meaning of his name. He said, you're not so bad. I mean, what do you mean of his name? He got a name. Take, take his name, right? <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is Allah. By all means, later, having said the word Allah, later on, by all means, say Almighty God, you say our Creator, you say all of this, no problem. But take the name of Allah. The word Allah has power. The kalam of Allah has power. The Arabic language has power. Because this is the language of the Quran al-Kareem. There is nothing like the Arabic language. Right? It, nothing, nothing, nothing on the earth, nothing on the face of the earth. The Arabic language is not because it is the language of the Arabs, not because, no, it is the language of the Quran al-Kareem. It doesn't matter whose language it is, language of the Quran. This has power. Use it. This is the Sunnah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi used it. To give you an example, let me say the same thing in two languages. Right? 
اور تھری لینگویجز گاڈ از گریٹ گاڈ از دا گریٹسٹ فیل اٹ فیل واٹ ایم سی گاڈ از دا گریٹسٹ اللہ سب سے بڑے ہیں اللہ اکبر Why you, I don't know. I don't know why I'm crying. You can feel it. You can feel it. This is not in any language. This is the power of the Kalam of Allah. Even in Arabic, this is not. Supposing I'm reciting to you some recipe for uh, kunafa, you won't get this power. This is only in the Kalam of Allah. This is not even from the language. I mean, it is the language of Arabic, but it is the language of the Quran Al-Karim. which has this power use that don't be apologetic about this i always tell myself and i tell people if we are afraid even to take the word the name of allah if we are afraid even to recite the quran what dawa you want to do man do yourself a favor forget this dawa don't do it you know just just be a good person and so on inshallah this also is dawa action is dawa action is very powerful dawa alhamdulillah stay with that don't speak because if you are going to speak and you don't have the confidence to say what you should say then how will it have effect on anybody use the kalam of allah this is the sunnah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam use the word allah final point there is a problem with translating many many times for example one of the most commonly translated terms is the word rabb rabb is translated as lord one day i was in uh, madina i normally don't do this but that day i don't know why i sent a message to some friend of mine saying i am in masjid an nabawi sharif and i am making dua for you accidentally the, that message went to one hindu friend of mine so among many hindu, muslim friends one hindu friend the only one who responded was that hindu friend yeah all the muslims are wonderful people so they didn't even say thank you or nothing they didn't respond only one who responded was and know what he said he said to me yaar bhai please make an offering to lord allah for me now i know why he's saying that because when they go to the temple they take an offering to the god they take something to give to the idol that they worship that is their way so he said make an offering to lord allah for me now the reason i'm telling you this story is because when you say lord what is he understanding he's lord whatever he worships when you say rab what happens people say i say lord because they won't understand rab i tell them say lord because they won't understand rab so what do you mean 
I said, I don't want him to understand. You know why? Because then he will ask a question. He will say, what is this? You said, Rab, what is Rab? It opens the door for you to give down. You say, Rab is the one who takes something from the inception to a state of completion, stage by stage, nourishing it, nurturing it, protecting it and developing it. This is Rabbul Alameen. How will you ever say this? If you use the word Lord, he will never ask you a question. Because he has understood it in his own way. We do not want them to understand in their own way. We want them to understand in our way. That is why use the Arabic language. Because then they will not understand what you have said. They will ask a question. If they don't ask a question, you ask a question. You say, I just said Rabbul Alameen. Did you understand what is meaning Rabbul No, I didn't understand. Why did you ask me? Next time ask me. This is what it means. Right? Never be afraid. Speak clearly. Use the correct terminology. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called himself Rabbul Alameen. So what's your problem? Who, who gave this? Where is this title from? We didn't say it. Allah said it. Alhamdulillahi. Rabbil Alameen. So what is our problem? Why, why, why don't we say Rabbil Alameen? Say Rabbil Alameen. And say it because they won't understand. That is why you, you don't want them to understand. So that they will ask a question. Right? So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the confidence to give Dawatul Islam in the way, in a way that pleases him. Jala jala. And remember that when you are speaking, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching and he is listening and he is hearing you and he is with you. He is with you wherever you are. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described the da'wah of, of, of uh, Musa alayhi salam. Firaun says, Wa ma rabbul alameen. Musa alayhi salam says, Rabbi samawati wal ardi wa ma baynahuma in kuntum muqineen. Allah is describing this whole thing. Allah is saying, this is what my Nabi was saying. Huh? This is what my Musa was saying. So when you are speaking, Allah is with you. He is listening to you. He is watching you. He will give you the words. Make no mistake. He will give you the words. Wallahi, Allah is my witness. There will be times when you speak and it will be like you are standing outside yourself here and watching and say, I am saying this? Wow. I am saying this. I didn't even know this. How am I saying this? This will happen to you, Wallahi. This will happen to you. You will stand outside yourself and you will watch yourself. And you will know that this is coming to you from Allah. Don't think you are getting wahi and you are becoming a Nabi. Eh? No. But this is ilham. This comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will give you the words. Make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Rab, give me the words to reach the hearts. Before my words reach their ears. Ya Rab, change their hearts. Because their hearts are in your hands. Before they can even hear me. Change their hearts. Fill their hearts with your noor and with your khashiyah. Use me as the tool. Make me say what you want them to hear. Huh? Create your own duas. Make this dua. Rasulullah used to say, Allahumma ja'alni shakuram wa ja'alni sabura 
وَجْعَلْنِي فِي أَيْنِ سَغِيرَ وَفِي عَيُونِ النَّاسِ كَبِيرَ Wallah, make me among the people who have shukr, who do shukr, who are thankful, and people who have sabr, who are patient, and who are perseverant. And make me small in my own eyes. Which meaning? Make me humble, guard my sincerity, and give me among the, in the eyesight of the people, make me big. So that, not because of arrogance, so that they will have some value for what I am saying to them. Make du'as. And ask Allah. And then watch how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help you. Rabbana faqfir lana dhunubana wa kaffir lana sayyatina wa tawakuna ma'al ghurat. Rabbana dhunubana anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tawakuna lana kunna min khasirin. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanatan wa fila akhirati hasanatan wa qina azaban nar. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi bihan bi rahmatika al-mu'ayin.